0: We can help fight climate change by making more sustainable choices about the food we eat. And once we choose and get the food, there are ways to lower emissions by how we prepare it and even how we get rid of the waste.
1: welcome to The Shrinks on 3rd, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. And I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Welcome. Cindy, I worry a lot about the fact that the way we live is unsustainable for the health of the world. I, I worry about
0: young people in the future. It's so not fair to them. I feel the same way, Julie. The way we heat our homes, how we cook, the cars we drive, it all impacts emissions, and climate change. It's a huge problem. But you know, if we all did our part, it could make a difference. It's true. If we all made
1: some small changes, it would help. So to explain, emissions are gases released into the air by various sources that add to the greenhouse effect that impacts the Earth's climate, which you might have noticed is causing all kinds of
0: horrible weather, which
1: is literally
0: killing people. Yes. And emissions come from a lot of sources and one of them that we can actually control is the food that we eat yes that's such an important point we
1: can each of us make a difference if we just manage what we eat a little differently
0: that's why we're talking about food choices and climate today there are a lot of factors that contribute to foods emissions but a big one is that there's definitely evidence that plant-based foods take less energy to produce and produce fewer emissions than food from animals.
1: So vegetables have the lowest impact on the environment of all. Plant-based foods like fruits and vegetables, whole grains, beans, peas, nuts, and lentils generally use less energy, land, and water, and they have lower greenhouse gas emissions than animal-based foods they take a lot less energy to produce than
0: an animal-based product. It is clear from scientific research that on average, a plant-based diet has much fewer emissions. Meats, especially beef, produce some of the highest emission foods you can eat, though other animal products like cheese, butter, and eggs also have high climate impact. For example, butter is an animal product and has three and a half times more emissions than plant-based spreads. And for those cheese lovers
1: out there, cheese emits more carbon than poultry and pork. Oh, that's so sad. I know it (laughs) is. (laughs) For a vegetarian who consumes dairy products, it's probably the biggest source of their food emissions. How dairies make their products and how
0: they deal with the waste can also have a big effect on emissions. Still, by eating dairy but avoiding meat, you can make lower overall emissions from your diet. But as soon as you add any animal products, you do raise your carbon footprint.
1: Right, there are also other factors involved in calculating the carbon emissions of the food you eat, like where it came from, how and how far it had to travel, how you cook or prepare it, how much gets
0: wasted. Eating out versus eating at home can also make a difference. A lot of emissions happen before we even get the food. They happen from things like the land the food is grown on, farming practices, the way it's packaged, and its transportation. That's why emissions are usually calculated
1: by looking at the way something is grown or made and how it's stored and transported even before
0: ending up in your kitchen. We can help fight climate change by making more sustainable choices about the food we eat. And once we choose and get the food, there are ways to lower emissions by how we prepare it and even how we get rid of the waste.
1: Which is exciting because if you make some small adjustments, change a few habits, you actually can really do your part to
0: combat climate change. One important point is that information about which foods are truly sustainable or eco-friendly can be misleading. Apparently, a lot of people who are aware of the need to cut carbon emissions from food are willing to change their diet to eat more sustainably. So knowing this fact encourages the use of carbon neutral labels on foods that aren't even true. For example, experts say there's no such thing as a carbon neutral banana, but yet some bananas have labels on them that says they're carbon neutral.
1: Well, that's because the bananas are liars. They're trying to deceive us and they'll do anything for a buck.
0: Also, learning that people are moving to more and more plant-based foods, there are signs on everything. For example, plant-based potatoes. So, labels don't necessarily give us the information we need.
1: Yeah, just in case we thought potatoes might be meat. Um, We live in a capitalist society, so that's how that works. The fact is that vegan food is already sustainable. Low-carbon preparation makes it even more so. No extra misleading labels required.
0: And how it's prepared really matters. In fact, a good part of a food's carbon footprint comes from how it's cooked. For example, just making a slice of toast from bread adds 13% to the carbon footprint of each slice.
1: Wow, no cheese and no toast? (laughs) That's a big step up in carbon footprint. It's probably tiny for one piece of toast, but still, certain kinds of cooking take a lot more energy than others and may not make much impact on the food or could be replaced with another more efficient method.
0: Yeah, this one sticks with me that using your oven to make a meal or heat things up is very inefficient. It's a lot of heat for a dish of food because most ovens heat the whole room. Boiling or steaming food or just cooking it on the stovetop can lower the emissions output by a lot.
1: Yeah, cooking on the stovetop is more efficient than using the whole oven. And using the microwave, at least in terms of emissions, is even better because the heat is targeted so energy isn't wasted, heating everything in and around
0: the thing that you're actually trying to heat. Nothing but the food is warmed in the microwave. Pressure cooking and slow cooking are also very energy efficient. Using electricity versus gas also makes a difference if you have the option. Another thing is eating local has become a buzz phrase. And in general, local vegetables are very sustainable as far as foods go. But studies have also shown that transportation can often have less of an impact on the emissions of food than we think. Compared to the carbon needed to make certain foods, traveling long distances might not make as much of a difference on their overall climate impact as it might seem.
1: Well, so this is confusing and complicated. Yeah. Most food is actually transported by truck or boat and very little by airplane, which is the worst. You know, sending food by air would cause way more climate change. Air travel is usually reserved for only some of the most fragile foods. And even a lot of them arrive by boat.
0: Another aspect that adds to the carbon footprint of the food we eat is the amount we end up wasting. About 40 percent of food in the United States is wasted. One pound of food per person is wasted every day. Can you imagine how many people that can feed? Not to mention how much that adds negatively to emissions and climate change.
1: And all those people that are in need of food in this country alone, and then 40% is thrown out, there is something really wrong here. Throwing away food has much more carbon emissions than if you just eat it. Because a lot of the carbon of wasted food turns into methane in the landfill, and methane is 80 times worse than the carbon dioxide food emits if you
0: eat it. Waste is a major contributor to emissions from food, and clearing out the food that has gone bad in the fridge ends up generating a lot more emissions than we think.
1: Yeah, a vegetarian, or even more so, a vegan diet is great for the climate, but if you buy the vegetables and you don't eat them, That is problematic for sustainability. Food that ends up as waste continues contributing negatively to our climate until it completely decomposes. So
0: eat your vegetables. Composting food instead of throwing it away can make a big difference in the whole process when you do not eat all your vegetables. Composting reduces greenhouse gases released by the food that ends up in a landfill by a lot. Right. Some
1: townships or cities collect and compost food waste, though obviously not nearly enough, and we need to supplement the municipal efforts on our own.
0: If you don't want to or can't compost on your own, there are some very cool programs that can help get rid of your food waste in ways that are healthy for the environment.
1: So here in the Philadelphia area, Philadelphia Parks and Recs started a community compost program in 2019 in which there are several sites to take your food waste. If none of the places are near you, there are private pickup services in and around the city.
0: For Corphe. A global organization called Make Soil connects people who compost with people who have food waste to share. Compost now is only in five states and PA is not one of them. But it's a cool program in which for a fee, they leave an empty bucket at your home and pick up your waste at the end of an agreed upon time period.
1: And one more thing to think about in terms of food and eating is that by making more food at once, the emissions proportion are less. It just means you have to be willing to eat your leftovers. Along the same line of thinking, eating out saves emissions. That sounds surprising, but it can also be an efficient way to eat. So if 20 people eat out in a restaurant, that's a bunch of ovens, stoves, and microwaves that are not being used that otherwise would be if they ate at home.
0: Of course, what you eat and the sustainability practices of the restaurant still matters. And their ovens are firing away. Right.
1: Given all of this, it's hard for each of us to take all of the factors into account. I mean, my head is spinning. We can't figure out our specific climate impact based on our eating habits exactly.
0: But we can all keep in mind that one of the most important factors in general is the amount of animal versus plant-based food that you eat.
1: Yes, that is true, Cindy. Vegans have the smallest carbon footprint, generating an average 41.7% smaller amount of greenhouse gases than carnivores. Even a vegetarian diet, while not fully as
0: sustainable as a vegan
1: diet, can significantly help to reduce the potential pollution created.
0: So we're not trying to say what your diet should be. You can just do a little less of whatever you're doing that's high emissions. Changes we can all keep in mind that could significantly impact our personal carbon footprints are. Paying attention to ways of cooking more efficiently, like using ovens for larger meals or
1: only on occasion or eating raw foods. You could also cook large batches of food at one time. And work harder to avoid food waste eat
0: more vegetables and fewer animal products. We really can all keep these things in mind every time we consider where and what we want to eat, which for most of us is at least three times a day and snacks count too.
1: They do. The challenge of food emissions is all of our responsibility and doing our part actually can make a real impact.
0: There are a lot of organizations working to fight climate change through food, And the UN Environment Program at UNEP.org can be a good place to start to learn the whys of eating for climate sustainability. There are also
1: many websites, such as the HumaneLeague.org, that can help you plan a stepwise journey into eating more plant-based foods with a vegan goal in mind. Even if you never quite make it to vegan, mostly vegan is still pretty darn
0: good. And then there's the wimpyvegetarian.com, where you can start with 10 tips for beginning a transition into eating less meat and possibly potentially becoming somewhat vegetarian. The ideas are helpful, though the site is annoyingly full of pop-ups. Of course, governments and
1: industries also need to get involved. They need to set critical standards for working against climate change. But we, the people, can also make an impact, and we can do it with each bite of food we eat. Yum. Bon appétit. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shrinksonthird. Third. Till next time. Take care.